Welcome to the Traveling Tribes podcast, the latest insight into group travel and tourism trends. Host Jeff Gader, publisher of Leisure Group Travel Magazine and author of Traveling Tribes, interviews travel industry standouts and influencers for an engaging conversation about group travel. Hello, everybody. Jeff Gadig here from Traveling Tribes. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. And I have a very special guest with me today, Keith Snow. How are you today, Keith? I'm great, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here. I, I would mention the company, but you've got a few of them over there that we're going to talk about. So just to keep the introduction nice and tight, uh, I just I, would, I go with the person and, you know, maybe it's like the Madonna. It's Keith Snow. We, we know that's where a, he's from. Know what he does. Yeah, the Prince, right? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I wish, so, right? Yeah, I, I want to talk to you today about technology and, and some of the things that I've seen coming out of your company. And then uh, as we kind of wrap through this, let's talk a bit about student travel. That's okay with you. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, so, so first and foremost, um, while everybody has been sitting on their couch over COVID waiting for the travel history to recover, you guys have been busy building this tool that automates the very arduous process of what people have been doing to plan group trips, which is phones, not, probably not so much faxes anymore, that's dating myself a little bit, phones, emails, praying for return phone calls. Let's talk a little bit about group experience and give us sort of an overview of what the tool is and then we can dive in a little bit. So we, you know, we started with our product for, for tour operators to kind of learn from the industry how the process should look. And, and it's, 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 it's interesting because if you think about the group travel industry, there's really no standard process for doing nope. anything. Everybody's all over the board. So, you know, and that's probably why some people haven't tackled this in the past is to try to standardize something that isn't standardized at all. Um, so we learned through that. And then we we came to the point where we wanted to reach out to travel agents, travel advisors, and put together a product that was really intuitive for them. So all of that education that we've had over the past two years, we've now applied to this new interface for uh, travel agents and travel advisors called Group Experience. Okay. Um, the best part about it is, is it's very... Like it walks you through the steps instead of, you know, giving you a bunch of fields that you have to fill out. It's literally asking you questions about the next thing you want to do. And as you answer the questions, the system actually does those things for you. So, okay. you, you know, so it, it's a different way of looking at how we do group travel, but it's really helping that travel agent or travel advisor get through those steps in a very logical manner so that they can put together a trip, a really solid group, group package. Um, the, the, the the best part I think about it is also because of the fact that we've got all of that um, supplier data, the group supplier data for them at their fingertips, mainly domestic right now, but we're starting to expand into, into Europe and the UK. Um, so slowly we'll get there, but we have over 14,000 suppliers domestically now that we are, we've got information um, for their group packages, what they offer for groups. So when you search for a supplier, you're going to see what the options are for groups. Sure, sure. So let's talk about a practical example of this here. Let's say I'm a travel advisor, I'm a group leader, and I want to book a tour to Denver, Colorado. Correct. Okay. I yep. come to your website, what happens? So you have to get logged on as a member, obviously. Mm -hmm into the system. So as a travel advisor, you get logged on the member. It's a pretty quick process. We just ask for some verification of things. Um, it's not hard at all. And then basically what's going to happen is that you're going to get a login. You're going to start, you're going to go in and you're going to have a place where you can manage just like any other basic CRM. You're going to have a place where you can manage your contacts and things like that, um, your accounts. 
but you can start building a trip. So you can go in and say, I want to do a trip. It's an adult trip to Denver. Um, you pick the currency you want to sell the trip in. You put the dates in, everything like that. And you just walk step by step. It's going to ask you if you want to include a tour director. And it's going to give you advice on what what you should put in to cover somebody who's going to be on the ground managing the tour for you if it's not going to be you. And then you just kind of walk through the steps to add the products. What do I want for my meals? What do I want for my attractions? What do I want this group to experience? Assigning that itinerary, you know, group ground transportation, air transportation. We actually work with Fly My Group and they can get group air quotes for anybody. It's it's great. comes right into the system. And then we have a hotel partner, CNext, who does the same thing, or you can quote hotels directly. Once you get your package together, get your price, everything's ready to go. Our partner, We Travel, takes it over and it is a seamless process. So you press a button in, in group experience, it creates everything in We Travel. You have your links for your registration and a nice page to promote your trip that you can put on your own website. You can do, you know, you can use, send out directly to clients and they can register for the trip and pay. Money stays in the system. You pay the suppliers. And at the end, the travel agent, travel advisor gets paid. So it's that simple. That's, that's so let's let's take a look at various components here. You've got the partnership with CNET on hotels, which is good. So that's like an RFQ, RFP process for hotels. It is. Or are they able? Okay, good, good. It is. Um, it's, it's, so it sends out the quotes um, through through them, sends out a quote. To the hotel, the hotel responds to the quote with puts it, and the information shows up right in the system. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, the, the fly my group on, on airfare, that's a, a good solid partnership. Um, you've loaded these suppliers into the system. So let's say, for example, with Denver, and I want to go to the Denver Art Museum. Um, is that an RF? Well, is it sort of a quote process to actually secure reservations at that facility? Or how does the process go from building it into a trip to actually making that reservation? Is that something that's done through the system? Or is that still an offline process? You actually have a choice right now. Um, so uh, now it, it sort of is an offline process because it does send an email. But when you build that trip, what happens is, is you have the option to select the many suppliers at once. So you've got your itinerary built and you say, I want the Denver Art Museum and I want, um, you know, I'm going to go to um, Garden of the Gods, things like, you know, you've got this whole trip planned. You can select all of them at once. We've already got the contacts in there and everything, and you can make the requests with one click. So it's going to request all of those suppliers, going to send them all an email, all the details you need based on the itinerary you've put together, how many people you need, things like that. And then th those will come back to your email right now. And then you will be able to confirm them as they come in into the group experience system. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Eventually, okay. eventually it'll it'll send them a link that next the next phase of the system will be to they receive a link. They can actually respond in the system like the hotels and fly my group do. So it, it that's the next phase for suppliers. As as you can imagine, it was pretty easy to standardize, easier to standardize hotel and air than it was for like a museum, a restaurant, all these things. So we had, Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. 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 Save that for last. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but same situation with restaurants as well of the 14,000 suppliers. I'm sure you have some restaurants that are built into that system as well. Correct. So when you go to search it to build your package, we have the price. We also have the historical price. So let's say we have their 2023 price. We don't have their 2024 yet, but you can see 2022's price, 2023's price. And the system will also give you an estimate on 
that you can put in for 2024, it will also then alert our team to reach out to them and say, and keep pressing them. We're already pressing all the suppliers. You can ask them to get them their 2024 pricing. <laughs> you can ask them, they get emails from us constantly and phone calls from our team. But um, but that that just puts it to the top of their plate to say, hey, let's reach out again and get that 2024 price for them. So gotcha. we're, we're constantly looking at those pricing. One of the tripping points I can see is that different suppliers treat groups from a pricing standpoint very uniquely. You know, <laughs> whether, you know, 15 people qualify for a group or 40 people qualify for a group and where your comps come through. I mean, that must be a logistical minefield to manage from the supplier standpoint. It, it is. We act, we actually put that information front and center for you. So you can see the group minimum and the group maximum. You can search by that. So it makes it easy. But we also do some training on how you can work on it. So let's say you have a group of 12 and the group minimum is 15. You know, we teach you in the system how to enter so that you can pay for 15 so your group of 12 could still go. Or you can also reach out. You have the ability in any of these, say, circumstances, all the contact information is there. Reach out to that supplier and say, hey, I've only got a group of 12. Will you still honor the group rate? Yeah. Yeah. So and it could be somewhat subjective in that regard. It, it Let can me talk be, to my but, manager. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We put that and, you know, we put that information front and center so that you can use it. Information's power and you can use it to help advocate for your group. Um, if you have a small group of 10, there you know as well as I do, there are a lot of suppliers that will say, yeah, I'll give you the group rate. I'd love to have you come, especially mm -hmm. if you're planning during you know a non-peak time or you have flexibility and when you're going to go. A lot of those suppliers are very open to getting your group in there. So Gotcha. Okay. So um, am I able to do costing out of trips as well through this tool or how is that process? I'm, I'm pulling different components together, um, adding margins, markups, things like that. How does that work for you? Yes, it's very transparent. There's, uh, you can go in, you add your margin. It'll tell you what the fee is for using GE. Um, and and the nice thing about our fee is it includes all of the fees for we travel, um, ACH payments. All of those things are included in that, so your your customers still can pay you without any fees whatsoever. Um, and then it also includes liability insurance. So your group trip is actually covered under group experiences liability coverage for air oh, okay. missions, things like that, which is a it's a big plus. Um, but uh, yeah, you can do all your costing. It's super easy. You pick a margin. It shows you kind of what the what the profit would be, what the you know cost per person would be for the different occupancies. Gives you the option to do what we call a one price for all feature, which means that I'm going to use 12 rooms for this group, and I don't care how many people they put in them. This is how many they get, and it's one price for all. Um, we can even do grid pricing which is based on ranges. So if you have a group of 20, but you don't think it's going to be 20, it might be 25, it might be 15. You can actually put it, it'll give you the how the price will change based on the number of people you have on the trip. Um, so all of those features for pricing and costing are all there. And then there's a cost sheet. Once you have priced the trip, that will detail all of the, the expenses, everything for you out. So you can see how everything's going to lay out when the trip actually executes. Okay, nice, nice. Um, I would imagine with this tool, you're able to see sort of what people are looking at, where they're going, little big brother sort of. Um, yeah. what's, what's I, I, hope, I hope it doesn't feel that way, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. every, everybody's feeling this way with, with privacy these days. And, you know, not that you're, you know, spying into their computer screen, but I, I where, what destinations has this been most popular? Where are people looking right now? What do you see in activity around? Well, it's funny because it changes every month. 
Um, just a couple months ago, our top requested destination, you'll laugh, is Austin, Texas. So, mm. I mean, like, it, it's, it, it alters and moves as people are coming on the system new, as people are looking at things. Um, we get a lot of requests for East Coast because that's where we started. We started in the East Coast. So, we get a lot of requests for the main East Coast destinations, um, Atlanta, you know, uh, the Smoky Mountains, um, Washington, D.C., of course, Orlando, New York, Boston, all of those destinations. But we're starting to see quite a pickup in some of the destinations that you know we hadn't spent a lot of time curating before so we've spent more time on Cleveland and Cincinnati and and Indianapolis and and uh, Oklahoma City and Austin Texas and Cheyenne Wyoming and all of those good things because we've spent more time there and we're getting requests for those so it's making a big difference um, in terms of the the amount of supplier information we have in there um, gotcha. we use that we use that information though on a weekly on a weekly basis as we look at reports um because if we start to see a trend then we take a team member and instead of waiting for the users to ask us for all these suppliers we proactively go out and and look at those suppliers so and and try to make sure that we have the information there when people need it yeah, I, I would think if you you start to see that there is a movement to Cheyenne, Wyoming, for example, like, well, maybe we need to have some more attractions and restaurants and, and, and things to do within that area. Correct. Correct. And it also helps. I, we already have some suppliers who have mentioned to us that by us making it easier for them to book as we as as we start to look at that process, that they might be able to help negotiate folks that are using our system, something in a more favorable situation. Because if we make it easier for them to do business, then obviously it's a win-win for everybody. So, um, you know, that we, we want to use the information for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I get what you're doing here. And I, I think this is a, a, a great tool for the market. I can already hear veterans, I'm doing air quotes of, of the industry saying, that won't work for my group. We're different. We customize everything. What do you say to them? Uh, you can still customize everything in our system. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. in, in in group experience, there is no lack of flexibility in terms of how you can customize your package. Um, I, it, it's funny because we get this a lot about um, suppliers. People say, well, I don't want to put give you, I, I don't want to put my suppliers in the system for everybody else to see. Um, because I've done them, my, you know, I've curated them myself. They're all my suppliers. And I will tell you without, without any hesitation that I have less than 1% of the time have found a supplier that someone has given us that we didn't already have in there. So, so, um, no they might have a product that's unique to them, but you know, I, I challenge this all the time in our industry. I, people don't come to travel professionals because of the things that we put in our itineraries. They come to us because we handle it. That's the reason they come to us is because we take care of something they don't have time to do. That's mm -hmm. our value proposition. And the better we do that, the more successful we'll be. And so that it, you know, I, I think we all, to me, the, 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 awakening moment during COVID and during the, the pandemic was when people had to justify why they needed to keep money for refunds. Like you shouldn't have to justify that. If you're doing a really good job 
with your customer of making sure that they know your value proposition is that things you do, not the things you put in their itinerary, mm-hmm. then they understand that they need to pay you for that. So I, I think that we sometimes get a very lopsided view. Yes, we customize things. Yes, but that's not why our customers come to us. Our customers come to, come to us because we take really good care of them. Yeah, yeah, good good point. So um, another question I, I could see popping up is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to doing things this way, right? You know, this is, this is how my business operates. Mary Jane's been, you know, planning tours for 12 years now. We have a system in place. Are you offering time savings? Is it uh, monetary savings? So like what's, why change is, is is really what I'm getting at. Why, why do this differently than what I've, I've been doing or, you know, trying to email express with everybody? Well, and there are two thoughts there. The, the first being, um, I, I think you have to do a self-assessment on whether you want to change, whether, whether you want to, whether you're ready to embrace change. Because if you, if your answer is maybe or no, then that might not be the best fit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and along with that, just also understanding that the, the biggest hurdle with change is the mentality of and understanding your process enough to know where your process can bend and where it can't to compromise your customers. So when you're looking for a system like group experience or anything like that, if our if our process and system can't bend like if it's not congruent with what you're trying to do or where you can bend, then we're not the system for you. Like that's, okay. that, that, you know, that's being honest, but the, and, and we understand that. Um, but the, the second part of that for me is also just knowing that when you go into it, being open to different ways of doing things, because it's a standard process. It, it, you know, it, I, I can only flex the system so much sure. or give you workarounds so much. So just understanding that the 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 mentality the the that you approach it is the, the biggest factor. It really gotcha. is. Well, and I think the fact that certainly you have um, decades of experience putting tours together as well as your team is you you're not coming at this from a technological solution right. perspective. You're coming at it from an industry perspective that happens to use technology to solve a problem. Yeah, the vast majority of the team for group experience and and group travel, obviously, the vast majority of the team were tour operators, or or people that were on the road as tour directors. And and you asked about time savings. We do offer time savings. Um, it's not gonna. It, it that's one of those things that's really hard for people to really judge. Um, when you're learning a new system, you can't make that judgment while you're learning it. True. Because it, it, it is going to take, it's, it's muscle memory. It's going to yeah. take more time to start. Once you get into a rhythm with it, I, I can price a four-day Orlando trip in 15 minutes. Hmm. Like proposal, all the wording, pricing, everything done. 15 minutes, I'm out the door. Is that really the killer app of of the system? Is that if you get people that are out there pitching for business, and let's say I'm talking to a school group in Chicago, and they're looking at Orlando, you know, I can use this, and I can I can spit out quotes relatively quickly. Yes, um, yeah, okay. because the information's at your fingertips. That's one of the pluses of it. On the other end of it, if you are using a tour director or somebody on the road, 
Um, if you're using the system throughout the process, getting that person information is literally the click of one button. And I don't know about you, but I used to, I remember on the tour operator side, I used to spend hours copying documents. All these big binders. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, just like we were putting that packet together to send with the person who was on the road. And yeah. and for us now, it it I, I am not joking. If you keep up with your bookings and your documents and everything in the system, it is a click of a button. And that tour director, that person that's on the road receives it in an online portal that they can access on their phone and they have everything at their fingertips in real okay. time. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is this is not only desktop, but there's a mobile version. Of there is a mobile system. version. Yes, there is a mobile version. So, okay. um, so yeah, there are there are a lot of time saving elements of it that that you can use, and you don't have to use all the features either. So, I mean, the might the tour director thing might not be something that even interests you. That's fine. You sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine you guys have talked about scaling of this business and, and, you know, where you get to that critical mass. It's something that we all go through. Um, how does that come together? I mean, you know, where are you needing to pull users in to get to a volume to where you feel you're generating enough quotes to keep um, contracts active and partners satisfied and such? What does that um, look like? I, I would say by adding this this group experience version of the system. So we've got the tour operator version in this um, that, that we are, you know, we're getting to the point that by the end of 2023, I, I feel like we're going to have a critical mass that it's starting, but we've already had suppliers that are really starting to um, take note of what we're doing, you know, um, much more so in the last probably three months, um, just in, in conversations where, you know, we still have to have that, well, what are you? You're not a tour operator. You're, you know, what, yeah. and we still have to have those conversations, but not as frequently as he did a year ago. So we're getting there. It's, it's, it okay. takes time, but I, I would feel like, I feel like with the path we're marching down and adding this now ability for travel agents and travel advisors to jump on and, and use the system, um, that it's going to ramp up rather fast here. So by the end of 2023, I feel like we should be, our projections estimate, we should be at a critical mass enough that we've got enough volume coming in that it's consistent throughout most of the year. Good, good. Is there any consideration or concern as like competitive, how do I want to put this up? Competitive threats, meaning if my, if my competitor's using this and I'm using this, I don't have an advantage over them. Is, is, is any of that going into the equation? Because I know this is also a fiercely competitive little sector that we work in. Yeah. I, I, we, we already have that happening on the tour operator side. Like I, it, it's funny because you can see people are competing against each other. We don't do anything about it. Obviously you can see who who's bidding on the same trips and everything. Mm -hmm. None of them can see it. Like they can't see, they can only see their stuff and that, you know? Um, so I, I haven't experienced a problem with it yet. I, okay. Everybody, because because the packages that come out of the system are so customizable, it it's impossible for people to kick out. Not impossible. It is really highly unlikely for people to kick <laughs> out the same things from two different companies working on the same thing. It really Fair is enough, very, yeah. very hard to do. You can see what I'm doing, Keith. I'm trying to unpeel layers of why people would tell you no in this process. Oh, I know. And, and, and you're doing a great job of it. You're hitting all the points that we talk about on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. So so you, you think you're moving towards scale, which is great. You know, I, I can see this saving a ton of time with people. Um, 
where do you see this projecting out within a couple of years? We talked a little bit off mic about um, European expansion, maybe Central, South America. So geographically, any other areas that um, either geographically or functionality-wise that you'd like to see this tool, uh, the software so take shape? We'd love to get to a point where there's some type of marketplace for these travel agents to travel agents, travel advisors, even the tour operators to put product out for group travel that people can buy online, um, specifically group travel. Um, and, and, and to a point where people can kind of customize a trip, a, a group travel package and put those requests out to whether it's a specific operator or whether it is, it's out there that many operators can look at it and go, Hey, I can do that trip really great. Um, that, that we've got a lot of, there's a lot of um, conversation that still needs to happen about that because what I don't, what none of us want to do is take business away from the people that really have supported us and where we are right now and continue to support us as they jump on board. We want to give them more opportunities to make more business, to find more business. That's what we want to do. And so that that direct to consumer portion of it, we're going to be very careful about that next step. And our members that are part of our community will be part of that conversation. Um, but we only want to approach that in a way that helps them grow. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I I could see that. And in fact, I got a, a email from a travel advisor yesterday that is uh, trying to expand their group business. And you know, she told she was telling me, you know, I've got a pipeline problem. I I, I do nice trips and I get great feedback, but I just I can't find enough candidates to keep this sustainable from just a, a groups only standpoint. And you know, there's various pieces of advice I would give to somebody along those lines. But um, you're having that sort of a front door to the system, right. um, specifically when it comes to highly targeted affinity or niche travel, I could see, because I'm not sure if anything exists like that right now. No, I, and I don't believe it does because it's not an easy, it's not an easy solution. It, it's, you know, you going direct to consumer could, could snowball into something very, um, unmanageable quickly if we if you don't watch it um so that that's why it's kind of the last thing on our list we really want to be very supportive of the travel agent travel advisor and tour operator community first mm -hmm. so that we've built the trust not only with the suppliers but also with those those um with those folks to say okay now our next step is how do we go direct to consumer and support all of you folks and make it better for you Make yeah, it well, easy. Drive, make drive leads to them would be it. Drive leads, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. How do we yeah. help you with that problem so that it's it's not as unyielding and, and all over the place? And so um, we've got a lot of ideas, but right now they're ideas because we need to learn more from our community before we go down that road. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and, and the website here is it's group experience. Is that the it's group experience.com. It actually, we just went through a big rebrand. So you're going to see uh, a lot of things changing on it over the next two weeks, because I've just been seeing them fly uh, through my email. So um, there's a, when you go to it, there is a, a, the first thing you're going to see is, you know, I'm a travel advisor or I'm actually a traveler because the travel advisors can post their trips out there for sale and use that as a link if they don't have their own website. So the, the first question you're going to get asked is pick a path. And oh, uh, gotcha. so, okay. but as for travel advisor community, they should go down that travel advisor. It's going to give them the pricing, all of the information about it and everything, and then how to contact us. They can't sign up right on the website yet, 
because as we've been launching it, we've been very careful to make sure we follow people through the process. Um, but that that will become live here very soon where they can actually just mm-hmm. sign up right on the website. Good. And, and by the time probably most people are hearing this, that'll be that'll be yes. done and, and signed. Okay. Um, yeah. Before we go, um, I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about the student market. We Thank you very much. We interviewed you for our student travel planning guide. Uh, which just launched yesterday, I think. Yes, I just um, got and, the email about it. It was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're very happy with that. All digital product uh, doing well and sort of welcome the student market back. So you, you were quoted within that piece. Uh, but that was a couple of months ago, just because the way editorial works, and we're you know, always yes. a few months ahead. And um, thank you. Now that we're really wrapping up the spring 2023 travel season, Give us your analysis on what you've seen, because not only do you operate group experience and group travel odyssey, but um, you folks also have a sister company, which is Kaleidoscope, which is a major player in the student market. Well, you know, first of all, the season went great. I mean, I'm very pleased with the team. Um, But as I've mentioned before, I think that we're still all very much dealing with a lot of new people, whether it's on our staff, whether it's at the suppliers. a lot of new people that got thrown into the fire very quickly. A lot and, of new teachers too, right? Yes, and a lot of new teachers who haven't done travel before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there's there's been the learning curve coming out of the pandemic has been a very big curve. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 more like a horseshoe curve is what it is. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's and the other side of it too is the. You know, coming out of the pandemic for us, and I know it's this way for a lot of other student tour operators, there were still going into 2020, there were still a lot of groups that paid us direct. And what I mean by that is we didn't collect money from all the individuals. And that dynamic has shifted tremendously. Oh, I mean, so now you're the you're the banker now for mom and dad versus the big the big fat lottery check coming from the school. Well, not only the banker. But the communicator, um, because we're doing that and we're with those those individuals now, we have a greater responsibility to communicate what's happening. Um, and I think that for all of us on the student side, that's been a bigger learning curve because we didn't necessarily have to do that as much before. Um, so communicating you know, everything about insurance, communicating everything about payments, things like that. Yes, it's coming from the group leader, but there's an expectation now from those clients because they have a direct relationship with us that we're going to provide things that we didn't necessarily have to provide other than to the group leader before. Um, there's there's a little bit, the parents have this expectation because they now have a one-on-one relationship with us. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's funny because the adult group industry has dealt with this forever. And so I, you know, it's, it's almost like the, uh, the next um, maturity point for the student industry to have to learn how to do this and to do it well um, and balance it with still maintaining that the group leader's in charge. So there's, you know, um, there's a learning curve there and it, it has, it, it has, um, certainly changed our perspective on how we handle customer service in our office. Yeah, I, I could see that, especially start getting phone calls from mom and dad and and did you get my check or mostly digital payments, I'm assuming like ACH and credit cards. It's, it's mostly digital payments, absolutely. But, you know, other things like dietary concerns, oh. because they have direct access to us, that now, that dynamic has changed. Um, 
menus and dietary concerns and special needs and accessibility, all of those things now are our top priorities in conversation. And we have to be on our game with them. So um, whereas before we would answer those things directly to a group leader, now we have parents calling in. And, you know, do you defer to the group leader on everything or you know, is it your job and the service that you're offering that group leader to answer those questions? So there's, and that might change by group leader. You might have some group leaders are like, absolutely handle that for me. You might have other group leaders that say, no, I don't want you answering a single thing. Mm -hmm. So the dynamic of how we manage that and how we manage it successfully with all of the groups that we work with um, is certainly been uh, a much different process than it was two years ago. Okay, interesting. I, and I could see that, obviously, some, some pretty significant shifts in how people communicate. Um, you think full recovery for the student market by 2024? Oh, I, I yes, I do. Um, I, I <laughs> uh, Six months ago, I would have told you, boy, the economy is going to change everything. But I, it still amazes me that people are still spending the money. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm grateful for it. Um, but you know, prices have gone up. We see it everywhere in our industry and you keep thinking, oh my gosh, they're never going to buy that. That's going to be so expensive. They can't do it. And then you put it out there and they're like, nope, this is what we want to do. Let's make yeah, it happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just sent, we did, I just literally had a conversation this morning with a client who's going to do space camp with his seventh graders hmm. and you know, they're doing Nashville and space camp and great trip. I mean, really cool, awesome trip for these seventh graders, but you know, with airfare and everything, it's over two grand. And I thought, wow. It's Huntsville, Alabama, folks. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Nashville and Huntsville, Alabama Huntsville and everything, you know, yeah. but but he includes everything and they have a great experience and it is an educational experience, second to none. It's really awesome. Yeah. And they'll pay it. And I it yeah. just, and I said, we, we set it out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's over $2,000. And, it, you know, so it, it still amazes me the desire to travel really, is paramount. People are really, they want to get out there. They want to experience things. And so, yeah, I do. I think 2024 will be the year that we'll see. We'll be back to normal. Yeah. That's a great way to end it. People definitely want to spend uh, for experiences. So Keith, thank you very much. Appreciate you joining me. I uh, love learning more about the tool that you offer, uh, the group experience, and look forward to seeing that come together. And folks, you got to use this. You got to save yourself some time, shave, shave minutes and hours off your week. So thanks again, Keith. Thanks, Jeff, so much. I appreciate you. Thanks. Get paid to travel the world with friends and family as the leader of your very own travel tribe. This book by travel industry publisher Jeff Gader will show you how. Order your copy of Traveling Tribes at leisuregrouptravel.com or at Amazon. Type in keyword Traveling Tribes. <laughs>